No Junk Mail presents Flaming Turkey Wings, read to you by James Von Felt. Yes, I know, it's after Thanksgiving. I've been fighting to get rid of five pounds, and now I think I'm up ten, afraid to get on the scale, struggling to tighten my belt, and Christmas is coming up quickly. I'll never get back into my weight at this rate. We've had a couple of frosts and a thread of snow, but nothing came of it. In fact, it warmed up a bit right after the last cold front moved through. Some late corn is still being combined. Winter preparations are almost done, and what's left can be done later. The town hall is rocking with controversy as to how to spruce up our town for Christmas. The decoration committee couldn't agree on anything for Thanksgiving, so they just jumped to Christmas. Erlene, the chair lady, suggested we erect a huge snowman in front of the pavilion, right up close to the street where everybody can see it when they drive by. She says it could be made out of styrofoam and a few other items easily. She also suggests they place a sign that says, Welcome home. On the other hand, Lauren Dean Knight checked with Robert Bile in Bloomfield. He confirmed that Bile has the Christmas display that used to be set up about this time in front of the county courthouse. Of course, they aren't using them anymore since the big fight over religious themes. Someone threatened to sue, so they quit using them. Bob's got them all stored in his garage and said we can have them. I think he wants his garage back. Our local artists spread canvas on eight-foot frames, hinged them together in a V so they wouldn't fall down. There are 12 of the units. Then they painted a scene that's common for the Christmas season on each one, like the one with the star and camels. Our local artists are talented and very well known. Then Mike Peterson is backing the idea of hanging dangling lights on the gutters all around the pavilion. He thinks we could add a Merry Christmas sign on the roof. Spotlights would show it up at night, he said. And over at the county school, the kids are working on their parts for an annual Christmas play. John Mason, the new music teacher, put together a small string ensemble to accompany spoken parts in the play. The kids say it sounds great as they speak their parts. The band will play and the choirs will sing the standard Christmas songs once again this year. Everybody in the county shows up for the performance in the gymnasium. Coffee, apple cider, and cookies will be served by the kids afterwards. It's always a great community get-together. Over north of town, the Holcutt ladies, you know, Imogene and Sarah, the ladies that live in the Nimitz house, the oldest house in town. Well, I've heard... They've almost sold out of this year's supply of holiday recipe. Their recipe is famous hereabout. You can use it for almost anything, from a toothache to accent on your ice cream. Dixie uses it to make brandied peaches for dessert to follow our Christmas dinner. The old ladies are spinster sisters. 
been brewing this stuff in the old barn behind the house for as long as anybody can remember. Their brother Raymond gave them the secret recipe years and years ago. He passed it on before he died. They package it in a quart jar with a beautiful Christmas label and a ribbon. Sheriff Davis says it's good for warming your horses, too. South of town, Isaac and the boys are working furiously at finishing the new production building where the old Troy grain elevator used to be, you know. The concrete work and framing is done. The metal goes on next. Then they can work on the inside out of the weather. He's been making a newfangled cultivator for organic farmers. The ones he made so far were done in his machine shop. He says he needs a bigger space. Seems like the orders are coming in and he has to get serious now about building some ahead. That spells new jobs, and that sure is a welcome thought in these parts. Downtown, our local community choir, the town players, are practicing the annual Messiah performance. That will be held in the Bloomfield Movie Theater January 1st. Ottumwa's Community College Orchestra will perform with them again this year. Soloists are all local, and they are very good. You have to get tickets way in advance because they sell out early and the proceeds are given to the Lord's Cupboard at the Christian Church. Vicki at the Gas and Grill told me that the day after Thanksgiving was the usual busy, busy day. Groups came in to meet, gossip, and plan their trips to Atumwa for Christmas shopping. Some were on their way to the Dutchman in Cantrell. The Zimmermans own and run the Dutchman, Claire started it in one of the old buildings. Now it's in every building on the block. That Mennonite family has run the store for years now. You can expect to see young Mennonites dressed as they always do, running here and there, helping customers. It's an old-time store that has everything. Cloth for making clothes, hats for the Mennonites and Amish, Barn boots and shoes, books, large stacks of flour, toys, harmonicas, groceries, you name it, they've got it. You have to see it to appreciate it. The building is old, but inside it's modern, even air-conditioned in the summer. A lot of people drive in to see it from a long way away. The locals from two counties shop there, so you'll probably see horses and wagons as well as cars and trucks in the parking lot. The county newspaper I got this morning had an unusual story with pictures and a lot of details about a break-in that cleaned out a whole house. Apparently, someone knew that Gary and Geraldine Weaver over by Drakesville, Somebody knew they were snowbirds and that they left for Texas in their camper right after Thanksgiving Day. The story goes on to say that a big truck left tracks in the front yard. The burglars took everything they could fit into that truck and hauled it away, leaving the front doors open. Living room, kitchen, bedroom, workshop, everything is gone. The Jedediah Miller family was riding by in their carriage and saw the front door open. They knew something was wrong. 
They're Amish and don't have phones, so they stopped at the harbors and told them about it. Dennis called the law. Sheriff Davis and his deputies are asking for help. That is, if anybody saw a suspicious truck or know anything about it. Did you know that dogs can snore? Mandy, my great Pyrenees dog, is snoring away in her doghouse. And Maggie, the cat, is sleeping in a box on the back porch. All this is tiring after another meal of turkey leftovers. Guess it's time for a nap. So that's it for now. From where the corn grows tall and the pigs fly. All my love, Grandpa Jim.